following show contains spoilers for Wonder Woman. I can't do the theme. No, you can't. We could survive that. We could survive that. We could survive it. Hello and welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack and today I'm joined by a man who's wrapped up in the lasso of truth. What's your pin number, Chris? One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, followed by a nine, then an eight, then a five. And then one of those Googleplex signs. A what? It's like a sideways eight. Anyway, sideways I'm writing that eight. down. What's your mother's maiden name oh, as well? Oh, you mean a... Um a symbol for infinity yeah it's oh. a google googleplex googleplex just say infinity symbol infinity war infinity symbol infinity stone infinity thanos marvel but we're not here to talk about marvel no we're not we've gone off topic immediately uh it's wonder woman chat time wonder woman's a film patty jenkins is the director i'm aware of both of those I'm i also know that wonder woman is now is um played by a lady called gal gadot Gal, it's either Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot. Gadot or Gadot? Yeah. Or not Gadot? No. What's the name backwards? Togag. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman, uh, the screenplay is written by Alan Heinsberg and the story is by Zack Snyder. Starring Gal Gadot, Chris Pine. Wonder, yeah, Chris Pine. Zachary Quinto and the cast of the Star Trek Enterprise. No. Star Trek Enterprise? No. <laughs> USS Enterprise. No. No Star Trek here. Although he does play a Captain Kirk kind of guy. He rides a motorbike again. He does, doesn't he? He does yeah. that in Beyond. Is that a Chris Pine thing? I think he does it in his other films. He has to ride a motorbike. I don't know. Maybe it's written in every film he's in, he has to ride a motorbike. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd have that in. I mean, I can't ride a motorbike and I'd fall off immediately, but... Yeah. Motorbike in the first Star Trek film. Motorbike in the third one. I don't think there's one in the second one. Not that I recall. Motorbike in this one. Is there a motorbike in that Jack Ryan film? Never bothered to watch it. No, neither did I. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Wonder Woman. Now, Chris, not to put too much pressure on this film, but there was a lot of pressure on this film. I didn't think there was. Well... I thought the complete opposite, actually. Well, because other films have been kind of crappy. Well, that's where the pressure comes from in this film. Firstly... It has to pull the DCEU out of its own ass from the lukewarm responses of Man of Steel, BVS, and Suicide Squad. It also has to brush away the stigma of terrible female-led comic book superhero films. Classics such as Supergirl from 1984. Didn't watch that. Nope. It was not good. She fought a tornado. And I think a witch. Both of those things are perfectly logical and make complete <laughs> sense. Go on. Tank Girl from 1995. Catwoman from 2004. Is that the Haley Berry film? Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Hail Berry. <laughs> Hail to the Berry. <laughs> yep. Uh, Electra in 2005, which came out in the same year as Batman Begins. 
Those are two very different films. Yeah. Electra feels like it was from the 90s. I thought it was okay. Is it because of the <laughs> the music choices? The weird emo... It's Evanescence. Me up inside, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, why, that's why I discovered that band. So, yeah. Yeah, I was happy with that. Is that when you went through your emo phase? Yeah. You're still going. <laughs> <laughs> no. So that's where the pressure comes in for Wonder Woman. And to tell you the truth, Chris, it's the best female-led superhero film, which isn't hard given the <laughs> given the list I just reeled off. But it is also a pretty good DCEU film. One of the best out of the four. Top two, definitely. Top one, because I don't really like Man of Steel. You do. And so do other people. I don't know why. You're just picky. <laughs> you don't like Zack Snyder. That's what it is. I don't like his direction choices. And I, I can feel the fingerprints of him on this film. But we'll get to that in a in a little bit. Uh, Chris, what did you think of the film? What did you think of the story? What are your thoughts? It was better than what I thought it was going to be. I liked it all the way up until the uh, last fight. Well, we've both got problems with that, yeah. and we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah, but most of that, I was um, it focused a lot more on the war than what I thought it would. I like that. I really so, enjoyed that. Patty Jenkins doesn't shy away from showing the horrors of war, and because World War One was a real shit show, it, <laughs> it's a terrible era in human history, and she didn't shy away from that with soldiers being injured, uh, civilians being gassed and killed she doesn't shy away from it and that makes it a pretty strong film he reduced the blood content what well, is pg uh 12 is P- uh, it's, it's yeah. 12 it's not a 15 i had an issue with that you had an issue with a film not being rated 15 not having a lot of blood she's an amazon warrior and her primary weapon is a sword for slicing stabbing and cutting in bvs for example when they showed uh they showed batman like burning people like the scars and that. Like, when he beat them up and they were like blooded and bruised in this she was like stabbing people slicing them not a single droplet of blood in fact the only blood it showed was when she got her arm cut so your problem is that a film that was designed not to have blood in it doesn't have blood in it well i mean for the era they showed and for the weapons that she was using there should have been blood that bugged me so I liked about a DC, you know, it's a darker universe. Than yes, Marvel but not is. a fifteen. A bit dark of blood. Universe. Come on, a bit of blood. No, not even Suicide Squad had, and they had guns. You didn't see Will Smith shooting a guy and then his head exploding. I just feel robbed of opportunity. Well, watch Judge Dredd if you want blood and guts, or watch Game of Thrones. I watch both. Watch Saw. I watch all three. <laughs> you don't watch a superhero film rated twelve for blood and guts. I didn't know it was rated twelve. What did you think it was rated? Well, I didn't know. <laughs> there would have been a bigger hoo-ha if Wonder Woman was going to be rated 18. Or 15, even. Hard drug use. Wonder Woman <laughs> drops the F-bomb. <laughs> Decapitates man. Yeah, and kicks ahead head across the, you know, no man's land and hits somebody else with it. No. <laughs> this is not Deadpool. What is wrong with uh. you? Right, this film isn't perfect. Blood or lack of blood content aside, Chris, it's not great. It's good. It's pretty solid. But it's not excellent. It's not wonderful. <laughs> if, I, if I'm going with that pun. No, you're not. Some of the issues I had, we both had issues with the ending, which turned into a weird CGI, dark, gloomy, Zack Snyder, slow-mo, special effects, weird thing. I didn't care for that. And the way that 
she defeats Ares through the power of love. Corny and a bit unnecessary. The people next to us didn't like that either. No. <laughs> I could hear them muttering throughout most of the film. And when she was like, the power of love, I just opened them and go, oh, God. <laughs> Did not like that. There was a bit at the beginning with uh, an exposition painting. I think that was fine because Wonder Woman's quite lore-heavy with Zeus and Greek gods and Ares and creation and stuff like that. So I think they did that as well as they could. I mean, And Thor has a section like that in every film. Yeah, what, you had issue with that section? Or when she was reading in the story? Kind of, yeah, but I, I, I can't think of another way that they could have crammed in that exposition. I'm sure there are better ways to do it. At least they didn't send it in an email to Wonder Woman. That was that was good. But apart from that, it was fine as far as exposition scenes go. You didn't consider that an issue, did you? Because you're looking at me. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I don't but, know what your problem you... was. <laughs> what was your issue? If, as far as nitpicking goes, is it as bad as no blood? It's kind of worse. <laughs> I mean, I have reason to expect that. I mean, no, you don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's DC. Let's get off that. No. Uh, yeah, Zack Snyder's fingerprints all over it. I didn't like, especially towards the end. Uh, the character uh, played by uh, Ewan Bramner, Spud, the Scottish guy. He doesn't really get an arc, which is, I guess, okay. They cut it for time because he's not a particularly big player. He's part of Chris Pine's uh, little posse that go Entourage. to Germany. Entourage, yeah, if you like. His, he's a sniper. Wasn't needed. Who? Yeah, he wasn't needed. He's the sniper who can't sniper. Because he's a drunk now. A sniper <laughs> who can't sniper? A sniper who cannot shoot? No, he cannot sniper. He can shoot, he just can't sniper. Can't aim. Unsteady right. hand. Fair enough. Years of alcohol. Yeah, he was unnecessary. I feel there was a chance to utilise him better, but I can get over that. He's good, though. I didn't think about it until now. Now it's bugging me. Yeah, he wasn't needed at all. I think most of that crew could have been interchanged with. No, definitely the other two were, were needed. There's you got Spud the Scottish Oh, Sammy, sniper. Was, Sammy was good. Sammy the The actor. Native American guy. Chief. Um, a racist stereotypical name. What, Chief? For a Native American. Well, maybe it's just like a nickname. Hey, he's Native think, American. I, I think we'll we'll think, call him yeah. Chief. Yeah, that little cast of side characters. They were fine. But they did kind of feel limp, apart from Sammy, who was comic relief acting spy guy. He was he was pretty fun. There was some weird choices by the villains. Doctor Poison and the General have a weird diabolical laugh scene when they kill a bunch of high ranking German officers. They throw a gas mask in there, uh, when they're gassing them and go, Hey, the gas mask doesn't work, I know, that's why I threw it in. <laughs> Cartoony I felt. Yeah. Also, I think he was sniffing something that made him go a bit loopy. Definitely. Magical drug usage. Was the entire point of that thing just so he could have a bit of a fist fight with Wonder Woman? I think that was it, yeah. Because it just comes to her, doesn't it? Although I guess that's explained later in the film with uh, Ares, how she suddenly thinks of it. Yeah, so the main villain of this is Ares. And well done, DC, for not blowing your load and showing him in the trailers. Well, well done for keeping that red hair in going as as long as you could mm. but the guy that we're meant to think is Ares this German general is not Ares and the actual Ares is a British is Sir Patrick or something I think that was his, his character's name and he's magically going around and influencing 
Dr. Poison to make these chemical weapons that will kill millions of people in the war and prolong it and keep it going and because he's Ares, he thrives on war, he's the god of war, he loves war and that's what he's doing, he's playing both sides and his reveal is pretty good. Let's get on to the positives now because this film isn't perfect but there are some good elements to it which make it stand out from the rest of the DC film. So Ares, his initial reveal, top notch. Yeah, I'll have to agree with that. I, I enjoyed that because assessing is Wonder Woman and the rest of her uh, gang, if you like, are an, an, a uh, German, I was going to say Nazi then. <laughs> no, <laughs> war, World War no, One. Two, wrong war. the setting. No they're in, a, uh, they're in a, um, a German military camp, aren't they, where they're, they're mass producing this gas and Wonder Woman's sort of standing on top of a, a watchtower. She's yeah. just killed General what, General, name. General from X-Men Oranges. <laughs> and obviously she believes he's Ares. So she's like, I don't understand. The war's not ended. He's dead. Turns around and you've just got Professor Lupin. Yes. <laughs> standing in an office, flicking through some paper and just looks over at him. And it's just, didn't see that coming. Where did this guy come from? I'm liking this. And then as she's creeping round to try and get inside the bunker and past the glass windows, one of the frames obscures the view and he's disappeared and he's on the other side of the other glass just toying with her so we know that this guy's got some power uh, and then that descent into a weird CGI yeah it went uh, at that fight, point which kind of lost me but no positives Chris Gal Gadot and Chris Pine top notch I like their chemistry but it was a bit predictable where it was all going to go the whole oh they're going to develop a uh, love interest for each other oh they're going to spend the night together then at the end I was thinking, is he going to die? Are they going to do this? Oh, they done it. Well, he was going to die regardless of whether he died in the way he did, which is a guy called Steve in a plane? Captain America? Yeah. It's very reminiscent of that, but I don't think that's... I think that's just because of when it's set. Um, there's no other way in World War One to do a sacrifice like that. They have to have a plane. Unless it was a hot air balloon, which were popular in i say popular <laughs> they were popular. they were used in world war one so i think a high-speed balloon chase or a high <laughs> high-speed balloon high chase. Speed, exactly so a plane is is the best way to do it yeah chris pine's character is going to die either through age or just being killed in the war because he can't come back because that would be ridiculous because he'd have to be immortal or there'd be some kind of weird resurrection-y thing so he, he was going to die in this film. He was going to not make it out in some way or another. Oh, no, the film could have ended with him still alive and they, they could yeah, have done the old he, age he, thing. He he wouldn't have made it out of this film. I know that, but I'm saying he could have survived the events of this film and then gone on to do the old, whole old age thing. Again, that's more Captain America foreshadowing because we've got that with Peggy Carter in Civil War's her funeral and Winter Soldier is when she's old and CG'd up. So I, I think they, they did the right thing in offing him because that gives Wonder Woman some motivation uh, at the end to kick some butt. It's pretty solidly acted throughout the whole film. It's got some star power behind it. No one uh, let it down, in my opinion. Everyone held up their end of the acting stick. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. If you like. The acting pole. They were all great. I think the tone they got pretty spot on. Uh, unlike Man of Steel, where he's a mopey, grumpy, do I want to save everyone? She is, right, I'm optimistic. I'm going to kill this god. 
even if this revolving door won't let me get through with my sword and shield. She's pretty upbeat, and she knows what she's got to do. And she's kick-ass. And fun... She's a fun character to be around! I'd much rather have a drink with Wonder Woman than Superman. I'd much rather have Batman. Think of all the drink he would have. <laughs> He'd have Could pay for vintage a lot, wines it? from like 100 years ago or something. Yeah, although he's probably drunk at all in his, <laughs> his back cave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, she's fun to be around. I look forward to seeing her in Justice League, interacting more with Batman and Aquaman. You talk to fish, hey? I have a whip. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be something. Hopefully the interactions will be better than that. Do you feel it's the same Wonder Woman we got in BVS? Uh, Or do you think they tweaked her character? It's not because this is Wonder Woman going out into the world for the first time. And by the time we see her in BVS, she's grown and matured. And she's like, screw this. The happy-go-lucky approach doesn't work. Yeah, so it's it's a completely different character. And we don't get to see much of her in modern times, so she may be a completely different... She may be a grumpy Superman. I don't know. I think she is. She, well, we'll see. She's kind of light-hearted in the uh, trailers. Is Aquaman more, more, or more or less? More or less. He's not joining us, is he? No. <laughs> so we might get a few uh, glimpses of um, fun, optimistic Wonder Woman, which I would appreciate... Because the DCEU is full of depressed people. That's why I like it. Who need counselling. Of course you do. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yep, the squad around them was good. And there were some good jokes, uh, like the one where Wonder Woman is trying to go in disguise into this uh, German gala. And she sizes up a woman and then presumably knocks her out and steals her clothes. (laughs) Yeah, I was wondering how she's going to go about doing that. I like that. She headbutted that woman, I bet. Yeah, but... If she punched his too hard or hair butts too hard, she'd kill her. Yeah. So she might have killed her for we know. Just snapped her know. neck. Yeah. Ripped her head off and drunk the blood. Why not? I like the tone. For the most part, I like the film. It turns to weird CGI poop at the end. But for the most part, it, it was good. It made up for it. The first two acts made up for the lukewarm last act. I also felt like they had a lot of CG problems. We did discuss this briefly when we left the cinema. Some of the fight scenes, some of the long-distance background shots were very CG, noticeably. Yeah. And I think it took away from the film. When I was trying to watch a fight scene and she's jumping around spinning and you can tell it's CG. It, it, it doesn't look quite right. It doesn't look yeah. like Al Gadot. It, it took, took it away from me slightly, trying to enjoy those scenes. A tad bit, yeah. So we seem to enjoy it. I have I've... been on IMDb and for the most part I try not to look at reviews and people's comments because I don't don't want to have them their views influence yeah I don't want to have their views influence me but I was drawn to the IMDB comments page did they rip it to shreds no they were surprisingly enthusiastic and I think this is the early DC fans getting in and hyping it up more so and I've got some examples Chris Uh, real life reviews says Best of the new DC films by far. Which it is. That's true. That's In your opinion, it is. In your opinion? It is not. Would you say Man of Steel? Man of Steel. I mean, the extended version of BBS. Oh, no, I don't give a shit about the extended (laughs) version. Um, Another IMDb user. JManco925. A beautiful 
thrilling portrayal of an icon exclamation mark most enjoyable exclamation mark still pretty reasonable I mean towards the end it gets a little bit messy but for the most part it's shot pretty well I feel like you're building up to some sort of huge weird review I am yes (laughs) we're not there yet though Moonstrike9 says watch it he's obviously been listening to our review obviously (laughs) our review policy Uh, Henry Luck says a marvel of a film he's got his puns wrong it's a DC yeah. film. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Although you can't really make a pun out of a DC film, can you? Delightful content film. There you go, you've just D- done the it. The D and the C. Yeah, oh, I got that. It's not well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I didn't get this guy's name because I can't pronounce it. Take that, DC haters! <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> fair enough. He's, a, he's really angry. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, yeah, that was some of the delightful comments from the IMDb page. Okay, so positive. Positive, sort of... but I think forced enthusiasm. At the moment on Rotten Tomatoes, it's a, uh, a 94%. That's quite good. Which is really high. I don't think it deserves to be that high. About 49, 48. No, it's, it's definitely um, 70s. 50s. No blood. 60s. Are we are we bartering? No blood, yeah. <laughs> and it's about uh, eight stars on IMDb. It doesn't deserve to be any lower than sixty or a six out of how many stars or stripes or whatever your review policy is. And with that in mind, Chris, our review policy is watch or don't watch. And because it's pretty good, watch. Well, I'm gonna have to say watch because it's part of the DCEU, <laughs> so you know. You gotta watch it, don't you? Yeah. Now you normally talk about your coveted Blu-ray collection. Is Will this going in it? <laughs> I mean, you were always talking about your Blu-ray collection when it comes to DC films. Is this going in your D- in your Blu-ray collection, with or without an extended cut? If there is an extended cut, which there will be of it, because they've done that with all the DC films. Yeah. Why not? And I don't think this needs it because it feels more complete than the other DC films. Mm, possibly. It depends how long the extended cut is. Two minutes. No. What would be your cutoff? How much added content would you want? At least half an hour. Half an hour? Which is what BVS was. There's an extra 30 minutes. Well, there was a lot cut out of BVS. It made it worth. Suicide Squad, I was going to get Blu ray until I found out the extended edition on Blu ray was only 11 minutes longer, and I thought, there's no point for that. So So I'm going to get it on DVD. I haven't even got it at all yet. Have you not? No. With the DC, the um, extended cuts are getting shorter. Is that the trend we're going for? Extended cut, 30 seconds extra. Yeah, if the, if the if the extension <laughs> on it is anything under 30 minutes, I'm not going to do it. Okay, 30 minutes is your cut-off point. Although like I do the episode like buying Blu-rays. You like buying Blu-rays? Yeah, I just like looking at them. Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> just the cases, not the actual quality no, of the, the film. Just the cases. Great stuff, Chris. Now, let's go on to our Survival League guide section. Okay. Because it's a film set in World War One, people are going to get murdered. I agree. Um, some of them are some of them are pretty gruesome. We'll get on to the I th- what I feel is the most gruesome and harsh death. Uh, but we'll skim through them quickly. Wonder Woman's origin shows her on Themyscira, which is a mystical, magical island populated by Amazonian warriors. And um, on there, she's being trained by her kick-ass warrior aunt who is 
of course killed because every superhero has to have a a mentor get murdered and she's murdered when steve trevor is followed through the magical barrier into the mascara by german soldiers and one of the german soldiers shoots and kills wonder woman's aunt when she takes a bullet for wonder woman and sacrifice thing so throw a shield in front of that bullet I feel like she could have, because she had a bow, she could have thrown the bow towards it. Towards this... the bullet or the shooter? The, the the bullet. I feel like they're skilled enough to do that. I Yeah, I think their perception is a lot better than regular people, because they, would... they follow the bullets as yeah. they, they go past. And, and then it would have... knock the bullet off course. Maybe. No, not a maybe. That's what would have happened. No. Had I been in charge of the film, that's what would have happened. <laughs> well, then there would have been no motive. And loads more decapitations. Never direct a film, Chris. Throwing a bow, I don't think would. Okay, uh, kick, deflect up, the bullet. kick up the shield and throw a shield. Do a Captain America on them. There was a Captain America in this. Gal Gadot throws a shield. Yeah. Doesn't come back to her, though. Yeah, she needs training by Steve Rogers. Or a magnet great. on her arm. That's how he gets it back in Age of Ultron. Just got a giant magnet. Well, no, he bounces it back to himself most of the time, but when it's down on the floor, it has a... Dump. A magnet. Yeah, that's the magnet that's there. The <laughs> but I mean, when he throws it, the magnet doesn't reach all that way, does it? It bounces back Sometimes towards him. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it's inexplicable. As Spider-Man says, that shield does not follow the laws of physics, which is true for the most part. Giant magnet to deflect the bullet? No, because it would attract the bullet. <laughs> what she needed is... Um... A shield. Well, you know those gauntlets that Wonder Woman wears? Yeah. Although she wouldn't have got there in time. Oh, I know what she could have used, actually. She had the, the warrior headpiece on that Wonder Woman inherits. Yep. That's obviously solid metal. Throw that. Solid metal. <laughs> solid metal. <laughs> not a liquid metal. No, Throw not a that. T-1000. And that would have taken the bullet out. She would probably would have hit the bullet. Uh, Possibly. Again, she's got a... Is taking that off and throwing it quicker than jumping in front of the bullet? Of course. No, I think... I feel there's too many actions involved in taking it off and I don't think you understand it. the Amazon warriors quite I like don't I think do. you understand the laws of physics Chris <laughs> the laws of physics are disregarded in every under- superhero film I don't think you understand the concept of time either <laughs> um, so no fine <laughs> invent bulletproof armour stupid Amazonians using bows and arrows well, effectively never, I don't think they've never encountered guns have they <laughs> no they haven't and they, they wouldn't have done because they're they're pretty isolated Next death, and I feel the most brutal one, Dr. Poison, who's in league with the general and the Germans uh, and creating these deadly poisonous gases. Uh, she is testing one of her formulas out on a prisoner who's wearing a gas mask. He's chained in this room, and the gas doesn't work uh, effectively. It's meant to crush or destroy the gas masks in, in some form. Uh, it doesn't work completely because the guy, he's still poisoned, but the gas mask hasn't completely crumbled or whatever. And um, she's angry, she pulls a lever, and it hangs him. So he dies. Poisoned and then hung. Yeah, I thought that wasn't needed. Could she not have kept him for a future poison test? Well, you had to make sure that people knew that she was a sinister lady. I could tell she was bloody sinister with. right away. <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't take her home to your mum if you were dating her, would you? Because of the evil poisoning stuff. <laughs> if you wanted your mum poisoned, you sick fuck. Yeah, they nicknamed her Dr. Poison, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, I like that name. It's not very inventive, is it? Dr. Poison. She's a doctor and she poisons people. It fits perfectly. 
I don't know much about her whether she was created for this film or whether she is a standing I think she's a character she is a standing DC I, I think character. so yes I'd like to know more about her bring her into the limelight more well there are like three villains in this yeah I would just like to see more of her though because to begin with she is the most sinister out of all of them until Ares reveal until the actual god of war shows up yes then <laughs> yeah but he goes from sinister to mediocre very quickly yeah, you don't... We'll, we'll get on to him when we talk about Ares. Um, so, that guy's got no chance, has he? No. Because even... <laughs> even if he escapes that chamber, he's got to get through a whole garrison of German soldiers. Uh, yes is the answer. Well, I was going to say, the best way that he would be able to survive it is he'd have to survive, obviously, that gas thing. They'd then go, you know what, we're going to use somebody else. We'll make him a POW. And he just lives out the rest of the war in a camp. And I don't at the think end. he'd live much longer. Well, I'm just saying that's the only way he'd be able to do it, that or escape. Because they wouldn't have a witness that goes, hey, they've been making chemical weapons. Oh no, because by the time they rescue him, they would have been defeated anyway. But still, it would have been used to make a case against Dr. Poison. Not that they need a case against Dr. Poison, her name is Dr. Poison, so... <laughs> She's well known for poisoning all the men in the trenches. Yes. So she doesn't care at this point. She's killing people left, right and centre. My point is, he's not making it out of that camp. Don't get caught in the first place? Yes, best survival tip. Don't get caught. Who else have we got, Chris? Uh, villagers are gassed. That's a tricky one to survive because they don't know that the attack is coming. That and they're not in such a um, paranoid state. They're more relaxed because Wonder Woman and her gang have sort of freed their village from a yeah. German occupation. Yeah. Occupation? <laughs> well, occupation, yeah. Occupation? That's- Occupation. Occupation. No. It occupation. is occupation. Yes. Sounded weird. I didn't like the word. Because you've never said it before, probably. No. <laughs> no. Just backtracking. That scene where Wonder Woman goes over the trench and into no man's land. It's pretty good stuff. Yes, but then again, I felt when she was def- uh, deflecting the bullets with a shield, it started going a bit too CG for me at that point. But luckily, I didn't last too long. They got her into the trenches and stuff. And then obviously when I get to the village as well, and we finally get the theme playing. I was waiting for the theme to play, and she yeah. jumps into a room and it started doing the theme. I was like, oh, finally. I think they held off on the theme for as long as they could, and when they did eventually play it, it was at the right point, because they couldn't have used it for the going over the top, because I think that's a more serious moment, because hundreds of thousands, even millions of people died. Are you saying her theme's not serious? I'm saying it's too over the top for it's such a dire scene and such a serious scene i'm going over the top it would it would have taken and i think they i think they did that scene well and when they did eventually use the sweet theme it was for a more upbeat action i'm gonna kick a guy out of a window leg sweep and punch a guy i felt when they played the theme in this one it wasn't as in your face or as loud as when it was in bvs no, because it wasn't directed by Zack Snyder, so that's probably why. It's a more quieter version. A toned down. Or maybe you're yeah. just used to the theme. Probably. I did have it as an a, alarm tone for quite a few times. And <laughs> I'm I, awake! I had to change it because I got so sick of hearing it every morning. Oh, okay. So <laughs> That's probably why you've, you've dulled your senses to the theme. Yeah, so the gas attack village uh, they, they've got no warning or anything and that's kind of a dick move by the general and, and Dr. Poison and even if they had gas masks it's going to melt through the gas masks yeah they've so got no chance they've got nothing yeah and one that's... woman's immune to the gas well she is an Amazon isn't she what that makes her, her bio... immune to poisonous gas yeah her biology is slightly different and she's also a god demigod 
Oh, fair enough Zeus then. I'll let puppy. it slide. Oh, sorry. Zeus is her puppy. Her puppy. <laughs> her puppy. Oh, her pu- puppy. I was yes, in father. I think a puppy. I was like, this is not a puppy. Yeah, like, Zeus hell? isn't a dog. Y- yeah. What else have we got? The general's killed in a kind of anticlimactic, drug-fueled rage. Which is fine because he's not the big bad and um, he's kind of a red herring. Did you realise, because she beat him so quickly and she killed him, at that point did you think, oh, he's not Ares? Did you believe he was Ares throughout the film? I, yeah, I bought into it and then when she just stabbed him, I was kind of, okay, is that it? Is he suddenly going to get back up horror movie style, pull the sword out of his stomach and go? What I thought was going to happen. Is that all you got? I'm, I'm the god of war, so what? you're gonna need a better sword what i expected to happen is because they're fighting on this watchtower and obviously she knocks him down and she stabs him and impales him i was expecting her to look out and then for sort of black smoke to sort of rise up and then for him to come out wearing his armor and stuff with the red eyes obviously didn't happen no because we got the reveal of the the british guy being Ares. so let's get on to that fight i liked it up until the point the armor went on once the armour went on, I'm almost positive most of that armour was CG. Even oh, yeah. on the close-ups, it was CG helmet, I feel. Oh yeah, definitely, you could tell. I, I preferred it when he was flying in tweed. Nothing says dangerous like a man in tweed. <laughs> yeah, I did like, like you, I like the start of that. When she's trying to throw stuff at him and he's just like, oh, fly up, dodge us, dodge us. I hold up a hand and it stops all of your attack. When the armour came on... I was hoping they were going to portray him as they do in the comics and games and stuff, which is uh, his skin is sort of like dark and like ashen and he's got bright glowing red eyes. But unfortunately they don't do that. No, well, that would probably be a tad cartoony. Maybe. I mean, they could have, they didn't need to CG skin. They could have sort of just used makeup and stuff. I mean, the eyes would need to be CG slightly. To get a, a red tinge in there. Well, to get the glowy. I also think the moustache was a little out of place in the armour as well. <laughs> that was oddly distracting. Yes. The moustache when he was just civilian clothes, that was okay. But then it showed, yeah, he's always had this moustache. Apparently when he was defeated by Zeus, he had the moustache yeah. then as well, so... <laughs> yeah, slightly odd. Yeah, I felt that was a bit weird. But yeah, I wasn't too impressed when he had the helmet on. He melted away a bit so he could see, and it was still looping. They didn't go full Ares, they've just given him the armour. And then the whole fight following that was... Very like generic. It. Yeah, it was your classic superhero. We're going to throw big things at you. I'm going to get up on her. I'll throw something big at you. I'll get up on her. Oh, look, some blue lightning from the sky. Yeah, what? why? Why has Ares got lightning? That's Zeus's thing. What's I going on? I've got no idea. Uh, but Wonder Woman turns it around through the power of love and kills Ares forever. Mm, I didn't like that. Rather than using the power of love, she was like, you know, this is Amazon Warriors. This is, this is what we were made for. The power of the Amazons will guide my fist as I rip your heart out. Instead, rather than Wonder Woman seeing Steve die, screaming a big silent no, and then suddenly realising wait, love gives me more powers than what I normally have. Bang. That's because she lets off a big explosion yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I got that. I got that, yeah. Ares' death aside, which is pretty weak uh you mentioned steve's death so we obviously have to try and save chris pine clearly because he's, he's chris pine how else is he gonna pilot the enterprise if he can't pilot a ye olden time world war one jet so jet plane <laughs> jet <laughs> futuristic <laughs> might have a jet on it so steve he grabs the uh the plane which is loaded with dr poison super deadly gas and it's on a time, so it's going to blow up anyway. And he's got to get it away from the population and try and save his friends and all the Germans and uh, everyone on the front line. So he flies the plane up into the air and then 
he's got a handgun points it back and after a moment of hesitation and bringing his thoughts together he shoots he explodes the plane and wonder woman's angered by that and that spurs her on once she uh remembers what steve said to her when um she initially gets beaten up by Aerie. she's got a ringing in her ears so yes yeah, steve's death is, is is a sad one and we we grew to like um him did we i did i did thought you? he was okay yeah you thought he was okay yeah i liked him I think it could have been avoided his death. That's why we're here. We have to help him survive so he can come back in the sequel where he'll be 80, 100. Yeah, exactly, 100 years old. He'll be 100 years old. So how can we do this? How can we give Chris Pine a, a, a long and happy life? There should have been parachutes on this plane. Ah, I knew you were going there. <laughs> there should have been a parachute. I did, I did research. Uh, parachutes were around. Of course they were. During World War One. Uh, but they were very um, amateurish and they were mainly given to uh, balloon pilots because aircraft wasn't what it was in World War Two and definitely what it isn't now. So balloons were the high-tech uh, <laughs> aerial arsenal of the time and that's what uh, the pilots would be given to. I'm not sure if they were uh, in backpacks and easily deployable as they are now, but yeah, First off, Steve's not got access to a parachute. He didn't bring one with him. Second, he threw the pilot out, and I think the pilot may have been wearing a parachute, so the parachute's gone. I doubt they would have been able to afford spare parachutes, or it would have been in their health and safety to have spare parachutes. So I'm taking parachutes off the table, Chris. I'm only Even the MacGyver parachutes where two... he finds a bedcloth and jumps out and uses that as a makeshift parachute. I'm only say- there was two pilots on this plane. And he takes there one out. There was one we saw him chuck out. Yes, oh, no, but he then he punch punches one, the second one who's actually flying at this point. Maybe he didn't have a parachute. There should have been one in there at some point. Also, there's somewhere. no autopilot, so as soon as he jumps out that plane, it's crashing. That's and how why... is he going to shoot it? He I can't know, shoot and d- yeah, he unless can. he's like, he jumps, out, the jumps out backwards. And jumps shoots. backwards while shooting and the explosion will then knock him back what if away he misses? from the plane. Then he's fucked this entire thing, <laughs> hasn't he? So don't miss. Where are they in the world when this is happening? Germany? No, Belgium. I'm not good with geography. Who is? Is there a sea near us? <laughs> a sea near uh, Belgium. Um, I'd assume yes. Is there one with a flying distance before it explodes? No, I don't think you'd have enough time. Right, because I was going to say fly over the sea, fly down low and ditch out into the sea. No, because then you've poisoned all the fish. That's probably better <laughs> than poisoning the rest because... They can't keep it grounded because it's going to explode. He can't fly it to anywhere else because wherever he, he flies and lands it to, he's going to explode. Can't fly it to the sea because it'll explode. And can't fly it to a remote area because he hasn't got time. This is a tricky one. Without the parachute, right, I've come I... unstuck. No, I, I've got an idea. It probably will involve a parachute. Then you can't <laughs> use it. If I don't get parachutes, you don't get parachutes. It involves a giant inflatable mat and uh, some friendly geese. <laughs> no, fair enough. <laughs> if you're doing Indiana, what? Oh, an inflatable, uh... <laughs> yeah, an inflatable dinghy. Oh no, Indiana's so dead after that. <laughs> he survived it perfectly. Uh, no. <laughs> what I was going to say is tamper with the timers on the bombs. So set them so they explode earlier, and then if you do have access to a parachute, then you can jump out. Plane explodes before it has time to ditch, and hopefully that incinerates all the 
gas uh, so it doesn't spread and you're not poisoned by the fallout and then you float down safely to uh, Wonder Woman. So that's an idea whether it would work or not I don't know. So yeah overall Wonder Woman pretty good not marvellous. <laughs> not marvellous. Uh, news Chris let's get on to that quickly. Did you see the trailer for the Orient Express film? No. I saw the thumbnail for it. Did you find... There's only one bit I really want to talk about, and it's Kenneth Branagh's gigantic moustache. I don't know who that is. He's Lockhart in Harry Potter, and he plays Poirot in this film. Cool. We're going to do it. He also directed uh, Thor. Uh, no, we're probably not going to cover it. So why tell me about it? <laughs> the moustache! It was huge! I'll have a look and see if I can see the moustache. <laughs> Uh, it's also got Daisy Ridley in it. Um, oh, I like Daisy Ridley. Uh, Dame Judi Dent. Like William her. Defoe. like him. And Johnny Depp. I like all of them. I can tell, oh man, your face fell then when you said Johnny Depp. <laughs> yes, it did. Leave uh, JD alone. Not until he leaves me alone. <laughs> he doesn't do anything to you. <laughs> he follows me around. Speaking of the Harry Potter universe, there was a fan trailer for a, I think it's a fan film for Voldemort Origins, Wolverine. Again, I <laughs> no, saw Origins. I saw the thumbnail for that because the uh, the YouTube channel that had the Orient Express trailer on it had this trailer as well because it does trailers. Uh, naturally. So, but I didn't watch either of them because I was like, well, it's fan made. I was like, what's the point? But is it a proper fan made film that's been released and stuff? Or is it just a How trailer? How do you define proper? It's, it's a film that I think is being made. Uh, and how do, how do you define proper fan-made because film? Beaster Bunny is a proper fan-made film. Whether it's a good film, I don't know. It's Beaster Bunny isn't yeah. a good film. Kung Fury is a good fan-made film. Whether this will be in that category, I do not know. Okay, was the trailer good for it? Did it look professional? It was fine, I guess. Are they allowed to do this? Are there not big copyright infringement things going on here? It will probably get shut down, I guess. Yeah, unless they've gone through the proper channels. Which they haven't. How do you otherwise, know? otherwise Warner Brothers would be making it, and it wouldn't be a fan film. Okay, that makes sense. Continue. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, Jurassic World 2 has uh, finished filming in London, and uh, we also got to look at the title card for it. Uh, there's a big purple X. I don't know whether that was on the actual image or whether that was some of the lighting uh, on the stage where they revealed it. But it's the Jurassic World title with a two at the end. Wow. <laughs> did I describe that well? You did. Good, good stuff. But yeah, it's wrapped filming. So uh, I'm not sure when the release date is for that. I think it's 2018, 2019. I'm not sure. Trailer late this year? Uh, probably not, I'd guess. None of this information is useful to me at the moment. No, because I'm guessing most of it. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think the trailer will be out this year. Or at least any time we might get a teaser for it but it, I don't think it'll be anything substantial but yeah Jurassic World 2 we like the first one we might like the second one <laughs> Chris would you like to know who is directing Godzilla vs Kong is it the same guy that or girl woman that did either Kong or Godzilla no oh oh no actually I don't know <laughs> were you going to guess the director yeah. Kenneth Branagh because he's the latest director you've heard of. Was that how you were going to guess? No, I was going to say uh, the guy that directed the Monsters film or something, but I realised he's one that done Godzilla anyway. Yeah, he did the first one, and he did uh, Rogue One, uh, Gareth Edwards. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, no, it's the director of uh, the film The Guest, a film I have not watched and forgot to Google before 
before uh coming on the on the on the podcast uh it sounds like a horror film but the director of that adam wingard is signed on for doing uh gvk no 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 <laughs> not calling him that no we're not not avp bvs we can call it gvk uh, we can call it zilla kong kongzilla no because that's a weird hybrid that's the sequel but then GVK. where they have to fight a weird hybrid What's like Alien vs. Predator Requiem Kong vs. Godzilla Requiem oh god <laughs> <laughs> with the lack of research Chris I can't tell you anything more <laughs> sorry so we don't know anything about this director uh, w- apart from I- going to film called The Guest yes I'm sure he's on IMDB but I forgot to google him because I have a lot to do preparing this podcast um You've not done it though, have you? Yeah, well, I've not done it. <laughs> I, I have, however, uh, prepared for this last bit of news. The Dark Universe um, franchise, which is the mummy and all the universal monsters. Oh, so that's what it's called, the Dark Universe. Yeah, that's what they've named it. Okay. Uh, it's a terrible name. <laughs> yeah, I don't agree. <laughs> it's not great. Uh, have reportedly uh, got their eye on The Rock to play the Wolfman and Angelina Jolie to play the Bride of Frankenstein. They're aiming high. The Rock to play the Wolfman? Yeah. I don't like that. Angelina Jolie to do Bride of Frankenstein, I like. Okay, uh, why, why are you so down on The Rock and high on Jolie? I just can't see him doing it. I see a lot of him doing comedic roles now. When he does serious roles like The Fast and Furious... I mean, I don't take this film seriously anyway. The, the, I was going to say, if the Fast and Furious is know, your but, example of a serious film, then... He's meant to be quite a serious character in it, and I can't... From the clips I've seen, I don't take him seriously. I see him more as a comedic actor than I do a a serious actor. He's not going in Schindler's List anytime soon, is he? He's not, no. <laughs> and I can't see him doing The Wolfman very well, to be honest, because I never... when he Even when he acts serious, I don't see him acting seriously. I just see... The Rock doing his weird tongue thing before he goes into the ring to body slam somebody. He doesn't do a tongue thing. Oh, he does to go with your smell. Yeah, that that that's what I see. So but the Rock is cooking. Yes. So, but Angelina Jolie, I can see doing Bride of Frankenstein. Okay. So why do you think uh, should should be good? I don't know. I can it just, doesn't I'm matter why. You... <laughs> oh wow. Okay. I'm stealing the Rock's catchphrases. Candy ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, wrestling knowledge aside, uh, yeah, they are aiming high. Uh, I think what they're lacking in uh, franchise uh, name power, they are uh, kind of trying to make up for in in star power with Tom Cruise and self-proclaimed franchise Viagra in The Rock. That's what he. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Do That's you know... what he calls himself. Do we know who's playing Victor Frankenstein and the monster in Bride of Frankenstein? Uh, not a clue. Fair enough. I think Jolie, if you're going to make a uh, an attractive woman out of bits of corpse, you'd try and make someone that looks like Jolie, which is what the Bride yeah. of Frankenstein is. It's a corpse reanimated, so... <laughs> Uh, no idea how that's going to play out. No idea if they're going to sign on. But it, oh, so they've not actually signed for it. They're just looking they're, at these actors. Yeah, they've got their eyes on them. Um, oh, wow, okay. I, n- I never said they've signed on. I, I just assumed when you said no. it, I was like, oh, okay, they're going to do it. No, so any anyone could play those parts. Uh, but that that's who they've, they're looking for uh, specifically. So they're aiming high, Warner Brothers, uh, Universal. Good for them. 
good for them if you've got any thoughts on wonder woman if you think it is a marvelous film and want to shout at dc haters which i wouldn't say i'm a dc hater i'm, I'm more of a, a dc pessimist yeah i'm more of a dc i want them you in to the be arse so they actually make some quality films which wonder woman is um but yeah share your thoughts with uh with us about wonder woman or any of the news or films that you want us to cover in the future you can do that by emailing us at we survive that at gmail.com or tweet us where oh at we could survive yes sorry mine went blank then when you done that <laughs> don't do that man i'm just testing to see if you're awake uh next week we'll be back i'm not sure with what yet no idea nope um Digimon movie. No. Nope. Pokemon movie. Nope. Digimon Pokemon Stop crossover. Stop naming crazy films and end the show. Don't say Digimon again. Pikachu's Adventure Playground. No. <laughs> well, in that case, then we're going to see you all next week. Thank you very much for listening, and until then, keep on surviving and fighting uh, like an Amazon warrior. Goodbye. Goodbye.